Hello and Happy New Year, Payne County, Oklahoma, and also Merry Christmas because it's still Christmas. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, I am joined here in the studio by a very special guest. He's been here before. He is the associate pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church. He is Father Robert Duck. Hey, hey, hey. There Back he is. by no one's demand. Yes. Yeah. So Father Father Carey, our, uh, my trusted co-host, uh, is away. He is with about 8,000 Catholic college students at the Student Leadership Summit in Phoenix, Arizona. And so, uh, so Father Robert is p- pinch pinch hitting here. Scraping here in the, new the year. bottom of the barrel. Let's be honest. How many people did you ask before you asked me? Uh, I asked most of the staff. Father Ema- <laughs> Father Emmanuel's out of town. Yeah, I asked uh, most of the priests, and no, nobody wanted to come to Stillwater because so, they. Yeah, just be prepared for the lowest rated. Here we podcast go. Episode and also uh, he doesn't have a microphone in front of him, but Seminarian Eston Blair is here, who is an OSU grad. And a Bishop yeah. Kelly grad, and only has four and a half more years of the seminary. And anyway, he's he's going here. Going back to Minerid on he's Monday. Here. Uh, yep, going back. Uh, uh, it'll be uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, back to St. Minerid Seminary in Southern Indiana, my beloved alma mater. Go Ravens. Uh, so anyway, here we are in the new yeah. year. <clears throat> yeah, new new decade. How was uh, your your first? This was your second Christmas as a priest. Yeah, but your first Christmas in, in the parish. parish. Yeah, it's uh, tell us about it. It was fantastic. It was it was great to be in a parish. So I was in a uh, a parish last year, just helping out in a, a parish in downtown London. People you don't know, but people I don't know, yeah. and, and they talk it funny. Was, yeah, it was, but it was it was a nice experience. But this, uh, I think, I told you right after. I celebrated the 7:30 mass on Christmas Day. Like this was the first Christmas mass I got to celebrate. I can celebrate it. Oh yeah, masses last okay, year. yeah, that's different. But this was the one where it's like, where I, you're, I got to yeah, do you're it. the celebrant. Yeah. You're preaching. So that was uh, that was s- super special, uh, and also just see the the people I've gotten to know over the past five months and right in front of me, and you know, pray for them and to know them, and very cool. Just celebrate, you know, the Lord's nativity with with. You know my parish, which our parish. What did you preach about? I preached about Jesus. Uh, Good. Jesus All uh, right. coming. Uh, I just uh, said Jesus was born. And I yeah. sat down. Yeah, well, that's 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 most profound words. People were very enamored by it. No, I I kind of you know drew parallels between Jesus is coming uh, as a as a child, the incarnation, with kind of D Day. He's declaring war on the enemy, Satan. Oh yeah, so it's it's uh, wow. It's kind of a, pr- pr- a little hist- a little history, a little history, yeah, a little history Mi- mixed with a little history. Yeah, because you make the distinction between D Day, which is the you know when the Allies knew that the war was effectively or- over, the Nazis knew it, the people in Europe knew it, but still, there's eleven more months in Europe uh, of war uh, until VE Day in May uh-huh. of 1945, and that's basically what we would celebrate as the coming of the Lord and glory, which when the war is finally or finally over. over. Yeah. So, wow. I like that. Yeah. Did, so, did was it well received to people? I got a few comments, usually yeah. from older parishioners who the really usual. like the war. Oh, they the want an analogy. They yeah. wanted to, ah, they, want, they like the reference. I find that if I ever make like a sports reference, I just know who, who's coming up to yeah. me after mass to, yeah, I didn't know you liked that sport. My God. But it, I mean, it's Jesus came because, you know, we were worth rescuing. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, 
the gospel in its most simple form. I love it's it. like we are we are worth redeeming. Nice. Yeah. We're inherently good. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah so that's the yeah, Christmas uh is just a wonderful time. I mean uh, the church is beautifully decorated. Oh, I've never seen uh, the church more beautiful than it is. Yeah, right they now. did a great it's job. Gorgeous. We have this awesome group of uh we call them sacristans who whatever is happening in the in the church, they they are yeah, on it. Yeah, they they get the the church all ready and decorated yep. for whatever the occasion. Whatever is. the occasion, and it is it's absolutely awesome. gorgeous. And it was a huge team that like spent several hours together. Yeah, on that uh, Sunday, yeah. it was the Sunday right before Christmas. Anyway, it was awesome. So here we are. We're in the new year, uh, a new decade. Although uh, there's some controversy about that of whether the decade actually ends. Oh yeah, in 2020 yeah. or 2021. Uh, we won't get into that today. But uh, it's 2020, uh, Epiphany coming up. Uh, so the the uh, the Magi, the three wise men coming to visit <coughs> Jesus. Then the next Sunday is the uh, Baptism of the Lord, which ends the Christmas season. Then we get a little ordinary time. And then, what is it, February something, we start yeah, Lent. Yeah, February, Lent. Yeah, February it's coming 20, up quick. Whatever that Wednesday is, 20-something. 20 25th, 6th? Anyway, one of those. Um, so it, it's still Christmas, which blows people's minds. I told people last Sunday I shed a little tear when I see Christmas trees out on the curb oh, before the Christmas yeah. season is over. In I, anticipation, like those those three figurines of the wise men should be still approaching that. Right. They, they haven't even – yeah, the wise yeah. men haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah. So I get out of my car and I go and I give the tree in the gutter, I give the tree a hug, and then I get back in my car and I, cr- I, cr- I cry and then I move on with yeah. my life. But um, – it's the way that goes. Yeah. So uh, Christmas, we celebrate, as you talked about, we celebrate kind of Jesus, the incarnation. Yeah. What is that? What is that word? So if, like that, if people aren't familiar incarnation with Incarnation is kind of this big word to say that Jesus took on flesh. When we go to a Mexican restaurant, we order carne asada. Mm. It means flesh. Okay, bueno. It's the enfleshment of God. Um, oddly enough, like Christmas gets called the Feast of the Incarnation, but wouldn't that be the Annunciation? Well, yeah, yes, yeah. and I think we, you know, so if you don't, if if you don't, uh, uh, so Christmas, December twenty fifth, March twenty fifth, coming nine up months here, before, nine months before the birth is when Jesus was really, really took on flesh, in that he was conceived. Yeah, um, and so Christmas gets uh, more, way more attention than does you see the Annunciation. The Annunciation. It's not even Annunciation isn't even a holy day. Of obligation. Of obligation. No. But I think Christmas is a bigger deal. It, and I think in the same way that, like, we celebrate, I don't know anybody who's like, today's my conception day. <laughs> uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, this that'd is. be a little weird to, to celebrate. But but n- nevertheless, it, it is a profound time to se- to meditate on the, the incarnation St. Francis of Assisi did. That's where we get the, the whole tradition of the nativity scene was from yes. uh, St. Francis of Assisi. Yep. Who really was was meditated on the poverty and the loneliness of Jesus' coming in in flesh and it's so it, what we believe as 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 Christians is that God the second person of the Trinity uh, became man became a human uh, and not just you know a, a divine person wearing a suit of flesh but he actually became a human person yeah not and, a yeah, say more about that. Like what? Like the, so, he took on a human soul. Right. I mean, yeah, he right. he was became a f- 
fully human, just like you and I. It's just it's just anybody else who's ever lived a full human, but he was also 100% fully God, second person of the Trinity, consubstantial with the Father, as we call him. Mm. If you know your creed. The nice, but, as, yeah, yeah, consubstantial with the Father. So, of the same everything. substance. Of, of he's, he's no lesser of a being than the Father himself, just in terms of second Ooh. person of the Trinity. Nice. Just, the Trinitarian taxis, we call it, the, the order of the, the persons Look of the Trinity. Look that one up. I hope you learn about that, Eston, in seminary. You will. You will when you take Christology. Yeah. It'll all, it'll all happen. Do you think you'll know more about the Trinity at the end of your class than you do at the beginning? Mm, Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, so then, so I, you know, I guess the question would be then what, so Jesus became human. He took on flesh. Like, wh- who cares? Yeah, what what what's what, the, what, what, di- what, what difference? significance does that make? What difference make does on? that make? Why do we well, make as, why is Christmas such a big as deal? As the church has believed since the beginning and fought for the belief that Jesus was fully human, it was because what God did not assume, take on to himself, was not redeemed. That is, if mm-hmm. he wasn't fully human, then humanity isn't fully redeemed. Yeah. And so it always has kind of a salvific end to itself that Christ became or God became man to save us and he's he had to do so by becoming fully man, yeah. you might say. So, uh, but at the same time, it, the significance means that all of creation is kind of imbued with a dignity entirely new because God became man. He, he entered into this thing we call creation that he created from the beginning of time. And so what that means is that when Jesus established a church, he identified with it. He didn't separate himself from it. He is the head of the church, which is his body. Yeah. And so that it, it has a kind of a even that, like saying the church is his body. Yeah. And like Jesus took on flesh. You know, that just that using that we use those yeah, same a, terms. It's a, it's, it's, it's whole founded on the the of the incarnation is is what sets forth the the identity of the church, um, how we understand the church's identity and its relationship to Christ. But also it, it founds our sacramental system of how we celebrate the sacraments and what we, how we understand the modes of salvation that Christ gave us, of baptizing. Uh, we, we use ordinary means, water, you know, these everyday things, but they have a spiritual significance and that it's imbued because it's imbued with a dignity that's given by the incarnation. By yeah, Christ so the himself. normal, yeah, normal stuff. So when, when we talk about the sacraments, I mean, what do we, we use water at baptism, we use uh, olive oil, Yeah. blessed olive oil for the sacrament of anointing, um, Bread and wine. Yes, bread and wine. I mean, ordinary, I mean, really ordinary stuff. Yeah. These are things that you would find in the Middle East at the time of Jesus. Yep. There would have been part and parcel of daily life. And that becomes through through the prayers of the church, the power of the Holy Spirit, those ordinary things become something super something substantial. supernatural. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's so I mean it's Jesus Jesus alone is a savior, no doubt about that. But Jesus doesn't save al- alone. He invites his body to be yeah, to be members, part of it. to be a part yeah. of that selfific mission that he came yeah. and inaugurated 2000 years ago. And so you and I as ordained ministers through the sacrament of holy orders priests yeah uh are are have a special role in that in the church of 
celebrating the sacraments, of, of preaching the word, of also part of our mission is to celebrate or the, to do good works, to charitable works. Yes. Yeah, indeed. So this is the yeah. three, threefold kind of mission of the church is to proclaim the word, celebrate the sacraments, and charitable works. So what about someone like Esten, right? Esten is not, is, he's not a priest. He is not a priest. He, not yet, at least. And so he's on his pa- on the path. But what, does he just does he just hang out for the no, next four and a half years? Absolutely what's his, not. What's, or most of the people listening, of course, are yeah. not are not priests. Certainly, by what's virtue of being a Christian, being a baptized uh, Catholic, you are baptized into the priesthood of Jesus Christ, not into his ministerial priesthood, but the the universal priesthood, you might say. And so, you too have a a, a role to play in the church. Of of yay, uh, Esten. Yeah, when you were ba- when we're baptized, we say you're baptized as priest, every person, priest, <coughs> prophet, and king. Absolutely. So from the from the day of your baptism, there is this this mission that's to be lived out in a particular way through your body. Yeah. Like try to do ministry without your body. Try to spread the gospel without your body. Yeah, we live in a world that is material, and but thanks be to God that material have become means to our salvation. Yes. Ooh, that's a good that's a yeah. good way to that's a good way to yeah. put it. So it's so that I guess to 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 make the connection of like that so Christmas where we celebrate the incarnation has very practical consequences to the rest of the year. Oh, absolutely. It it, it practical consequences to everyday life yeah. of of how it it not only kind of imbues our life with a with a significance that is utterly supernatural that we we don't just go to church for an hour on Sunday or Saturday evening and then that that's just our spiritual time the rest of our life is just utterly separated from what we just did that one hour that Christ was fully God and fully man helps us to understand that our life is certainly very human the whole very, thing very ordinary yeah. yes but imbued and directed toward a supernatural end. So we were blessing. Uh, we went over uh, last night. We're, we're recording this on a, a Friday. Uh, we went over last night to the, the Agnew's house, uh, Gina and uh, Rob. And Rob, sorry. <laughs> I like, what? I forgot his name. I, it's easy for me to remember. Gina, he has a Gina, great name. Gina Rob. and Rob uh, Agnew and their kids. So we went and we blessed their house last night. And... You know, like when you bless we when you bless a house, you know, you you think, oh, the, of course, the kitchen and the uh, the living room, the pantry, and but then you <laughs> the like washroom. you bless the pantry and the laundry room yeah. and the bathroom and the garage and the things of ordinary life. We like, guess they have name a, a part of your house have you don't a, go to. Uh, hedgehog. You bless their hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. the Christmas tree I and the bees, the first, and they had bees. So that was the first in their backyard hedgehog I ever blessed. Was that were those, it was the, the those were the first bees that I've ever that yeah. I ever blessed? But so then the question would be like, well, why would you bless? I mean, like a laundry room, uh, like. That well, does not deserve. Yeah, the sanctification God's, of daily life is God's like even blessing, but even folding clothes can be, uh, you know, in its own way, a means of your salvation. Yeah. Of, of just we have we can call to mind that we have been blessed by God to live a life, and that's what Jesus did. He lived an ordinary life. He lived as a carpenter. I mean, he he imbued work with a dignity yeah. in a, in and of itself. That's that's. Yeah. Because what do we know about Jesus? We know a little of his the story of his birth. We know a little of when he was a kid lost in the temple. We know a little of 
uh, a little of kind of the home life of Mary and Jesus and Joseph. And then there's this huge gap. Yeah. Uh, fast forward. What they call sort of the hidden the hidden life yeah. of, of Jesus. Yeah. And then fast forward to it, now he's 30 years old. And the majority of the Gospels, you know, that are tells those, his story those are those years, last three years of yeah. his, uh, you know, of, of his life. And so what, what did he do the rest of the time? Was that just wasted? No. I mean, we would say that there's this sort of, there's this great dignity to the life of a family um, that you said, you know, yeah. you, you can find your salvation in... Ordinary life. In laundry. Yeah, yeah. You know, that when that laundry is folded and washed for a, for a purpose, um, and that is for the good of your family, for the good of your children, for the good of your spouse, yeah. um, it's, that's a ho- that can be a holy act. Yeah, holy work. Um, the, yeah. The, you know, the yeah. idea, like, you know, we sat down with Agnes last night and, like, had, you know, a very beautiful dinner. Yeah. And so there it was. It was this this family, beautiful family with priests and a seminarian, like— and we and we had dinner and a conversation and and there was a a dignity to the whole thing. And granted, I mean, yeah. the food was awesome and they had it all decorated and yeah. candles and everything. They went all um, all out for. They us. went all out. Yeah. I know, man, that was so good. Uh, but there was a there was a, a dignity in that. I mean, there, that was like the incarnation of of family life, right? You know, right there in front of us. Yeah, it was. It's it's it gives a significance to what of of what we can do uh, every day is that to do things with great joy is uh, a tremendous blessing that we have been given by the Lord is that, in, that it's, it's uh, a tremendous blessing to meditate on. And yeah. it, it, even, even folding clothes can be a, an opportunity to do a, a, you might say not a proper holy hour in front of the blessed sacrament, but a holy hour where you can certainly meditate on the hidden life of Jesus. You well, can, I think, yeah, there's a mentality yeah. that you're, you're, your holiness holiness is found only in the church only right? only yeah. in the physical in the physical church building now it is i mean that's yeah. and, and you got to go um it's an important place to be yeah um I, I love the idea of like you know the of the eucharist as as spiritual food or going to eucharistic adoration as a um i've, I've said this before on the show but like uh, like a, a spiritual radiation you mm-hmm. know you're kind of you're getting soaking it in and getting warmed up so then to be able to go yeah. out and go out into the world and Francis and, de and Sales, St. Francis de Sales, wrote a, a great book, uh, Introduction to the Devout Life. Mm. Um, and, and he said that, you know, each, each of us have our own roles. It would be improper for a father of, you know, uh, of a family to spend his entire day in the church. He needs to be working to provide for his family. Yeah. And so does that mean that he's going to have to be less holy than the priest who gets to spend his entire day in the church? Absolutely not. In fact, his, his role in life has been given to him by God for his own salvation. It's called a vocation. Hmm. So we nice. we are all called to a certain vocation in life, and God has called us to that for our salvation and the salvation of others. A father is called for the salvation for himself, but also for the salvation of his children and his wife. Uh, as a priest, uh, we're called for the salvation of all others. Yeah, it'd be improper yeah. for you and I to... Spend all day have, with a family. Have a job at Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, and you can find yeah. you can find your sanctification at Wendy's. Yeah, but with those it, baconators. But it uh, <laughs> shout out to Wendy's. <laughs> uh, we'll take your a royalty payment. Thank you. Uh, but but it would be improper for us because we have yeah. our our job is our own our own salvation. It's just a different role and the Same. salvation of all have of a dignity, but we just have a different role to play. That's beautiful. 
Yeah. All that from Christmas. So that's a that's a Christmas gift, a late Christmas gift. Dang. For Dang, that's amazing. That's amazing. All right, so we're coming up on a, a epiphany, uh, and then the baptism of the Lord, and then a little ordinary time, and then we get into Lent, and uh, boom, 2020 is off and running. Kind of amazing. I know. You can't wait to have Father Kerry back, I bet. Well, he's he's been gone for... The house has been quiet. It has. It has been. We've uh, yeah. I know we've had we've had like some gatherings at parishioners over and different various yeah, groups. Yeah, the season for you know Christmas, Christmas party parties and, and Advent stuff. And uh, but Father Kerry, yeah, he's kind of been in and out a little bit. But yeah, he, I only saw a glimpse of him the other day when he was here for just took a, his retreat a yeah. and then was back for a little bit. Went up to Miami. Was back anyway. Listen next week and you'll probably get the whole yeah. Get the whole kit and uh, the whole rundown of yeah. uh, over the last the fruits of his uh, his retreat probably uh, for sure for sure and it sounds like everything in Phoenix with the student leadership summit is going well um, all right so then last year when you were at Christmas you didn't preach I did not no oh. no so it was a it was a great opportunity to preach yeah. I preached uh, one English mass and one Spanish oh mass. yeah 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 so it was my first time to preach or celebrate a Spanish mass in, for Christmas too so that was but not the last yeah not the last certainly but it was a, a tremendous blessing to be back home uh, see family I've been away uh, for yeah the past like five I know years. you went to uh, like when it was like your mom's birthday yeah in December yeah. so I went and saw her finally I got to celebrate her birthday with her on her day rather than and you said that was the first time in in nine probably nine years nine yeah. years yeah because I mean I was in class either whether it's here in uh, the states we're going to Conception Seminary College in Missouri or I was away in Rome um, I'd always have to FaceTime her or something like that yeah <laughs> but uh, wow. no I got to see my mom I got to see uh, my brother at Thanksgiving which was nice I had uh, but he stayed back in St. Louis for Christmas, so I got to go see him here pretty soon. I miss, I miss my brother. He moved to St. Louis right before I moved oh, back that's right. from Rome. That's right. So I was like, well. What the heck? You choose it now. As soon as I'm about to move back, yeah. he he said, nope, nope, I don't want to nice. see you every day. I'll see you. But there's that. You know, I think it's a, what's interesting is people sometimes don't – I think sometimes people see kind of priests as – like I saw there was a family the other day, and I was at Walmart in Stillwater and they were and like the, this little boy was like amazed that I was at the Walmart oh yeah yeah like that I was sh- like, and I had a shopping cart like full it's like, of like what are you doing here yeah and it's like I'm from buying food for our shouldn't you be in your house. church like yeah exactly yeah. just kind of that mentality and so I think yeah. the same sometimes can be true of priests and like oh yeah you ha- you do have a family yeah, oh, yeah yeah just because I'm not married doesn't oh. mean I don't have a family right yeah right and so you know trying to take time away and I think people, I think at least people in Stillwater are, you know, are obviously super friendly. So I think ask us about. Oh yeah, I mean it's families. like that. That they're excited to meet my mom when she visits and, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I get to be embarrassed by my mom when she comes to visit. She gets to give all the tell the, all tell the, juicy stories yeah, of uh, yeah. of your How? of your boyhood <laughs> and your uh, your your teenage awkwardness. Oh gosh, yeah. we can skip over those. Those 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 are the hidden years. The hidden years of Father Ryan. <laughs> Those are That's hidden for awesome. a good reason. <laughs> we have pictures, though. There's pictures. Yeah, me with a mullet when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah. I saw that you, Eston. You got to see that picture. It's. I had long hair up until. Next sixth year, grade. we're gonna put that in the uh, in the uh, parish directory. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We could do that. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm just gonna. I'm the pastor, and I'm. I'm just gonna put it in there. <laughs> I don't have a copy. A of little it, throwback we'll, Thursday or something like. Can, I need to find my first communion. 
picture. Oh, yes. I wonder if my mom can Maybe we should that do up. that in the directory, like next to our, you know, official fancy, like yeah. in our jackets. In my room, I have a picture of uh, my baptism. I was being held by Monsignor Dennis Dorney. I was baptized at St. Pius right. X. That's right. May 20th, 1989. Know your baptismal date. I know mine, December 21st. Oh, that's good. You just celebrated your baptism. I did. Awesome. I did. What'd you do? That Good should time. be a bigger celebration than your birthday. It should, and I and I always uh, kind of say it's going to be, but then it never turns out that way. Yeah. Usually, I mean, December twenty first is kind of usually a busy. I'm gearing up for Christmas and. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's yeah. The way. I don't do much for my baptism. That's the way that day goes. Either. It's just oh, should pray for. Because then I don't want to like same as like if when it's your birthday you do like yeah. tell everyone no, like excuse gosh. me everyone it's my birthday like you know. You'd rather like people sort of find that out, oh, which your shucks. birthday is easy to find out, yeah. but your baptismal day, not so much. Maybe we should like close the parish and have a big lunch or something. On the, in March, we're on celebrating the church's baptismal day. It's that's right, March 11th. March 11th, so. that'll be rocking. And, and I love how that's during Lent. Oh, so. it's right in the middle of Lent, and so, so it's like we it's get a, nice a little break. we get a little break from Lent. It's a solemnity in the parish. So you're not supposed to fast. <laughs> so if it actually if it falls if it if March 11th ever falls on a Friday. And you're a parishioner at St. Francis Xavier, then boom, bam, eat as much meat you as you may, as you your may, heart desires. You may go to Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> all you all you want, and load up. But anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, so we are uh, again here in 2020. We're kicking it off uh, uh, here on the podcast. We 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 passed a milestone uh, last week of 35,000 downloads, which is kind of fun. So we're on. Uh, some of you are listening like on the radio. We're on on Sunday mornings at 9.30 on Pete 94.3 and AM 780 here in the glorious uh, city of Stillwater. And then as a podcast on Spotify and Apple and Google and all of those places. Anyway, so we just passed 35,000 downloads, which every time I say that to Father Kerry, he's like, is that good? Is that a lot? That's going to come to which, a halt with this episode. <laughs> and, and after this, we'll have 35,004. Yes. <laughs> Uh, one quick shout out to uh, to my friend Pam Tupi and her husband Sean and their kids. They live out in California, uh, and they listen to the show on their way to Mass uh, every Sunday. And Pam uh, just sent us; uh, they sent us a check to like support oh, wow. the support That's the podcast. And then uh, they also sent us some uh, some cookies, which I have to I need to share yeah, with you. Don't. Molasses, cookies. molasses cookies that I'll, uh, anyway, they're but 30 minute drive to the church. Quite That's good. quite a, uh, I don't know how long commute. it takes them to get to, to get to maybe they started they, maybe, and then they, finish yeah, maybe 15 they, minutes on the yeah. way there, but it's California. So there's probably oh, traffic. Yeah. They probably get in five Red episodes long. on their way to church. It's the way it goes yeah. out there. Uh, but anyway, we're very grateful for so many people who listen. Uh, we're excited to get the school year going again. So Ek Eston here is going back to school. Monday, when does classes start start? January 28th, he's, he whispers. Um, so you're going to go back and so have, have a little, whole have month a little, off. A little spiritual retreat and kind of all that kind of nice. stuff. And then school starts back here in Stillwater the 18th or the 20th. Some start Monday, some start some. later. Uh, I know OSU starts kind of mid, middle of the month, but then the Stillwater schools, I think, start back uh, Monday. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I know our office opens back up, and our ECDC, our preschool, starts up again Monday. So yeah, things are ramping 
Nice to get uh, back into a routine of things. Yeah, it's been weird. The last couple weeks are, I've, you know, I've been busy with Christmas yeah. and offices have been closed. New Year's so. and offices closed, but we've kind of been. Yeah, I miss our staff. There. Yeah. They're just all. I only see them on Sundays now and home, holy days of obligation. Home, hanging out with their families. Yeah. Undedicated. So, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> truly. But it's the same kind of deal as they work for the church, but their their first vocation is, yeah. is to the life of the family. Yeah. All coming out of Christmas. So that was kind of this episode of just, just the idea that Christmas has a lot to do with, the celebration of Christmas has a lot to do with the rest of the year, the incarnation that yeah. Christ took on flesh. And what does that mean for us? Is that means that our, our bodies, our our lives, our the senses that God has given us are to be meant are meant to be used. Yeah. They're imbued for God's with glory. the supernatural in essence, uh, supernatural way of communing with God. We we are not separated from our bodies. We are we are in our bodies and with our bodies and we are our bodies and we we are that's why we believe in the resurrection of the body right so even like at funerals when we have a funeral we we pay very special attention to the body it's not sort of this oh let's throw that thing over there it's it's a it's a there's a great attentiveness temple of the holy spirit why shouldn't it be venerated and christ had a body given to him at his conception and given birth by the virgin mary at Christmas. That's all we got today. So we're thankful for you listening. Uh, we wish you a continued Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. Go Popes. Have a great day. God bless you. <laughs>